to the Mind Your Hormones podcast. My name's Corinne, and I'm a board-certified holistic nutritionist who went from no period from mismanaged PCOS to a regular one. Now, I'm obsessed with helping you get hormonally balanced and emotionally aligned. This podcast is all about education, empowerment, real talk, and simple strategies you could start today to find inner peace and overall well-being. I am so excited to be here with you to chat about all things health, hormones, and mindset. Are you ready? Let's get it. Hello, hello. Welcome back to Mind Your Hormones. We are talking about a topic that I know you're going to love because we've touched on it before. I always get questions about it. I actually recently put up a post on Instagram all about this and so many of you saved it, shared it. I was like, okay, I need to do a podcast episode about this because it's so freaking important. And what we're talking about is the ideal cervical mucus pattern that you're going to experience throughout the four phases of your cycle if your hormones are balanced, obviously we're going to get into that and when you're fertile and when you're not. So I've obviously done episodes on here to learn how to track your basal body temperature. We talked about the beauty of cervical mucus. We talked about all that stuff, but today we're specifically going to be talking about the pattern that you can expect and what is I don't like to say what should be going on, but just the ideal cervical mucus pattern if your hormones are balanced out, okay? So before we get into that, what's really important to note is that if you are on hormonal birth control, you are not going to experience these fluctuations in your cervical mucus because one of the ways that hormonal birth control prevents pregnancy is by drying you out, is by you know, stopping that cervical mucus from actually happening because as you're going to learn, if you haven't already known this, cervical mucus is actually required to get pregnant. And if you're like, Corinne, what is cervical mucus? It's exactly what it sounds like. It's things we used to call discharge. Okay. That's what it is, but it's discharge is a horrible word for it because it's really just such a magical thing. So that is, if you are on hormonal birth control, again, you're not going to experience it. Obviously, if you are on it, it's really cool to still learn this information because I'm sure you're going to want to get off of it one day, especially if you've learned some things about it on this podcast, which please don't just stop without prepping your body. You know, I got you. I could have, I have so many programs to support you through that, but we'll talk about that later. Okay. For right now, what you need to know before we actually go into the patterns is that cervical mucus is like the magic sauce when it comes to getting pregnant. Now, if you're listening to this and you're like, Corinne, I have zero interest in getting pregnant totally fine. It's still really important to know how to track your cervical mucus because it lets you know when you're fertile and when you're not. So again, if you're, if you are someone who's not on hormonal birth control, but you don't want to get pregnant, it's really important to know how to track the cervical mucus pattern. And even if you are on it right now, but you like, you're like, I know I want to stop it, but I definitely am not going to want to get pregnant yet. You need to know this information. Okay. But when it does come to pregnancy, Cervical mucus is magic, okay, for many reasons. Number one is it creates the perfect pH environment for sperm to stay alive. If it wasn't for our cervical mucus creating that environment for the sperm, the sperm would not be able to stay alive. It also filters out abnormal sperm, so it doesn't let any of that into, uh, like it doesn't carry any of the abnormal sperm to the egg. It carries the sperm to the egg. That's the other thing that it does, but it filters out the abnormal sperm and it keeps the sperm alive for up to five days, which is why it's so 
freaking important when you are trying to get pregnant to know when your fertile cervical mucus is and to know that you don't have to have sex 24-7 every single day to get pregnant because this cervical mucus keeps the sperm alive for up to five days, okay? So it's pretty much the queen when it comes to fertility is what you need to know, all right? So the ideal cervical mucus pattern that I want you to be aware of throughout the four phases of your cycle, which are the follicular phase, ovulatory phase, luteal phase, and menstrual phase, is because your hormones fluctuate throughout the month, that's why we have cycle phases, because our hormones are fluctuating. When they're fluctuating throughout the month in each cycle phase, this is causing your cervical mucus pattern to also fluctuate because cervical mucus is produced by estrogen and estrogen changes throughout the month. It's not the same every single week, every single day. That's why you're not going to feel the same way. That's why your metabolism changes. That's why your nutrition needs change. That's why your strength changes, your energy levels, literally all of it, which again, I have other podcast episodes on your cycle phases, so we're not going to get into that at this moment, but the major shift that you're going to notice because of these fluctuating hormone levels when it comes to cervical mucus, this is if your hormones are balanced out, okay, is the presence of cervical mucus before you ovulate. And we're going to talk about the two different types of cervical mucus and then the absence of it after you ovulate. That is a major shift that you want to see. You want to see the cervical mucus before you ovulate, and then you want to see it go away after you ovulate. A lot of people who have imbalanced hormones will notice a lot of cervical mucus even after they ovulate leading up to their period in their luteal phase, the 10 to 14 days uh, before you get your period. Now, if you do have this cervical mucus in your luteal phase, that's a sign that you probably have too much estrogen in relation to progesterone, because again, estrogen is what creates cervical mucus. So this could also come with symptoms of painful periods, cramps, acne, migraines, PMS, breast tenderness, water retention, um, extreme fatigue, heavy periods, things like that. Okay. So that is the big shift that you want to notice. Now, after you, right after you get your period is when you're going to have some dry days. Okay. That's like in the follicular phase. So right after your period, you're going to have some dry days where you're going to notice none or barely any cervical mucus. Okay. But after that is when you're going to start noticing an uptick in your cervical mucus in your follicular phase, because in your follicular phase, that's when your estrogen is slowly beginning to increase, which is increasing your cervical mucus. And the reason why your estrogen is slowly slowly increasing in this follicular phase is to prepare for ovulation, is to get all your hormone levels where they need to be in order for the follicle to swell up, to then burst, to release the egg, to do the whole ovulation process, okay? So what you're going to notice is right after your period, you should have some dry days where you really don't see any cervical mucus present. There won't be anything really on your underwear. It'll just be pretty dry. After that is when you're going to notice a creamy, lotiony consistency cervical mucus that you'll probably see in your underwear. This is probably what, again, you've heard of as discharge. Now, if it were to get on your hands, it would dry up pretty quickly. It's not stretchy. It's not slippery. It literally looks like a creamy lotion. Like if you are putting lotion on your body, that's what it looks like. It's that kind of creamy consistency. Now, any type of cervical mucus could potentially be quote unquote fertile, meaning you should, if you are someone who definitely does not want to get pregnant and you're not on hormonal birth control, any type of cervical mucus you see is definitely something you want to just be cautious of having unprotected sex during that time. Because while this creamy lotion consistency 
is not technically your peak fertility cervical mucus. Um, it could still potentially be because everybody has a different amount of cervical mucus. Everyone experiences a different amount of days of peak cervical mucus, which we're going to talk about. So it's not always the same. Um, but this technically really is what we would call your non-peak cervical mucus. This you'll notice kind of in like the middle of your follicular phase. And then it moves into your fertile cervical mucus. As you get closer to ovulation, your estrogen increases even more, which increases the amount of cervical mucus that will just, not only does it increase the amount that you're going to see, but it also changes the consistency of it. It goes from this lotion-y, creamy consistency and not too much of it to a raw egg white consistency where it's clear, it's stretchy, it's slippery. Literally, if you wipe or when you wipe, not if you wipe, hopefully you're wiping, when you wipe after you pee or whatever, it literally is slippery. Like you will actually feel a slip. You know what I'm talking about if you have experienced this, okay? If it gets on your hands, it's clear, it's stretchy, like it will stay wet. You'll literally be able to, if you're watching this on video, you'll literally be able to, like if it's, you know, in between your fingers, you could stretch it in between your fingers and it won't like, you know, like go into your hands like a lotion, like the non-peak cervical mucus, okay? So this is the shift that you're going to experience. When you notice this shift, this is when you know you're getting closer to ovulation because your body is super freaking smart and it knows that in order for you to get pregnant, you need to have this cervical mucus present. You need to be able to have this present so that the sperm could stay alive, the sperm could come in there and get carried to the egg, it keeps it alive for five days, it gets the abnormal sperm out of there. Like It is so freaking important to have this. Literally, it is required to get pregnant. This cervical mucus is required to get pregnant. So when you see this raw egg white consistency cervical mucus, you could see it in your underwear. It'll be slippery when you're wiping. This is your most fertile cervical mucus, your most fertile cervical mucus, and knowing that you are getting very close to ovulation. And this is when you can get pregnant because again, ovulation, the actual act of ovulation is one day. It's 24 hour situation. Boom, boom, done. It's one day. The follicle bursts, the egg releases, and then you're fertile for about 24 hours after ovulation. However, you are fertile for about five days before ovulation. So if you are trying to get pregnant, you want to have sex before you ovulate within that five day period before you ovulate. And if you're like, okay, Corinne, what are the five days before I ovulate? It's different for every single person. And it's going to be different sometimes every single month. You don't always ovulate on the same exact day because ovulation responds to our internal and external environment. Okay. So taking a quick little pause because I want to make sure that you know about this. Now, if you're listening to this and you feel like your hormones are maybe a little out of balance and you're noticing maybe some of that cervical mucus in the luteal phase that maybe you're like, Oh, I'm not supposed to have that. I feel like I have some excess estrogen symptoms, like the painful periods or the heavy periods or PMS. Then maybe you get that anger beforehand, really fatigue, sore boobs, water retention, headaches, acne, like things like that. Even irregular periods, you could possibly have too much estrogen in relation 
relation to progesterone. And one of the reasons that could cause this is that your liver is not able to properly process it out, move it onto the gut, and then the gut might not be able to actually expel it out of the body through your poop. Because that's how we get it out of the body is through our poop. It starts at the liver, then it moves onto the gut, and then the gut gets it out of the body. So if your gut is jacked up, it's definitely going to affect this because it will just be reabsorbed back into the, the estrogen will just be reabsorbed back into the body, backed, whatever, you know what I'm saying, back into the body. So we want to make sure your gut is on point. And obviously, if you listen to this podcast before, you know I'm huge on gut health. It's a whole module in the Mind Your Hormones Method, but I love the supplement brand Gut Personal because they really do their best to personalize gut supplementation to you without actually working with you one-on-one. And the way that they do this is there's a quiz you could take to map out some of your symptoms and they can pinpoint certain supplements that they have on their line that's really going to support your gut health. It's created by functional registered dietitians who have been in the gut health industry for so many years. So obviously they know what they're doing. I would never use any of their products if I didn't trust and actually use them myself. And I would never recommend them to you if I didn't didn't personally use and love them. So if you go to gutpersonal.com slash Corinne, you could take this free quiz. You could see what comes up for you. The ones that I take all the time prior to pregnancy, I took, I took the vitamin D drops, their miracle worker magnesium, um, their, uh, soother. Yeah. The soother. Wait, I'm like forgetting the name of them because I haven't taken them in a while because I've been pregnant for a while now, but that was a huge one. Some of their probiotics, I, I dabbled between a few of them right now while I am pregnant, I'm still taking the vitamin D drops. So freaking important during pregnancy and the miracle worker magnesium. Magnesium is vital for your hormone health. Like if you are not, if you get anything out of this, please go get the Miracle Worker Magnesium. It is life-changing for your gut, for your stress, for your hormones, for all of it that's all connected. So if you go to gutpersonal.com slash Corinne, check out their website. Obviously, you know you can message me with any questions about them. They're so freaking incredible. I know it's going to help you. You could use code Corinne at checkout, C-O-R-I-N-N-E, for 10% off because you're a listener of the show. So the link will always be in the show notes for this. Any questions, just let me know. But I'm excited for you to try them out because I know you're going to be just as obsessed with them as I am. So it can shift and change based off of your energy needs that month, based off of your stress levels, based off of your nutrient needs. If you were sick, if you're, you know, there's so many different factors that can change your ovulation date. When I personally got pregnant, normally I always ovulate on day 21. My period was like, my cycle was very consistent. Obviously after the years and years that it wasn't, if you've been here for a while, you know, for decades I had an irregular period. I'd get like three a year maybe. And then I had nothing for two years. But once I actually got it regulated out, I followed what I didn't know it was called the mind your hormones method then, but what's now the mind your hormones method to actually get my period back, all of these things. It was pretty consistent where when I ovulated uh, each month, it was on day 21. However, sometimes it would shift. And the month I actually got pregnant, I ovulated early. I think I ovulated on day like 16 or 15 or something like way earlier than usual. But the reason why I still was able to get pregnant and we got pregnant on this first try is because I saw the cervical mucus and I was like, oh, okay, like this is weird. I'm like, usually I don't ovulate this early, but the cervical mucus is there. So obviously I'm fertile or I'm just going to have a lot more days of cervical mucus this month. So we had sex, obviously ovulated like three days later, got pregnant. So the point is you can't always predict the day that you're going to ovulate, which is why looking at your cervical mucus pattern is so freaking important. So when you see this raw egg white consistency, 
it is either go time or wrap that shit up if you do not want to get pregnant, okay? Because this is when you can get pregnant because sperm can stay alive for up to five days. So you could see this raw egg white cervical mucus on Tuesday, and then you could ovulate on Friday or Saturday, and you could still, uh, sorry, see this raw egg white cervical mucus on Tuesday, have sex, right? That's an important part, have sex, and then get ovulate on Saturday and still get pregnant. Okay. Now what's important to note is that again, any cervical mucus has the potential to be fertile and you can get pregnant. So if you are someone who does not want to get pregnant and you're not on hormonal birth control, even if you see the raw lotion, raw, the, the creamy lotiony consistency, while you most likely will be further enough away from ovulation, when you see that it's still really important to be cautious especially when you're in the beginning of learning how to track this and know what's actually going on and really charting it, which I'm going to talk about an easy way for you to do that after. Okay. So just wrap it up just in case until you really learn your patterns. So it's really important to note that. Now, Everyone has a different number of days with this peak cervical mucus. When I say peak cervical mucus, I mean your most fertile, the raw egg white consistency cervical mucus. Everybody has a different amount of days because everybody is different. Everybody's hormone levels are different. But usually it will be anywhere from about like two to five-ish days of this peak cervical mucus with the biggest amount of cervical mucus where you're like, whoa, it is slippery about the day before ovulation. You're going to notice the biggest amount that day before ovulation. Okay. So after, so, so that's, and again, about two to five days of that you'll notice before you ovulate, but it's, again, it's different for every person. You'll kind of learn your pattern as you continuously do this month after month after month. Okay. Now, like I said before, after you ovulate, you're only fertile for 24 hours. So having sex before you actually ovulate, if pregnancy is your goal, is obviously key. And now the cervical mucus is not confirming ovulation. It is letting you know that you are approaching ovulation. But in order to fully confirm ovulation, this is where your basal body temperature comes into play. And this is where you could also check your cervical positioning. Okay. I have other episodes on tracking your basal body temperature, so we can link that below. Um, but it's really important to note that it's not confirming ovulation. It's letting you know you're getting closer to ovulation and then your basal body temperature. And if you want to check your cervical positioning as well, that is what actually confirms ovulation. Okay. Now, your post-ovulation cervical mucus. After you ovulate, you got the you got the creamy lotion consistency. Full, we'll, we'll start from the beginning. You get your period. After your period, you have some dry days. Then you're going to start seeing that creamy lotiony consistency. Then it's going to shift to that raw egg white consistency cervical mucus, where it is again that peak cervical mucus where you are most fertile and you want to get after it if you want to get pregnant. Okay, then you ovulate. After you ovulate, you are going to notice if your hormones are balanced out that your cervical mucus dries up. The reason why this happens is because now you have the hormone progesterone on the scene where beforehand you did not have that because ovulation produces the hormone progesterone. Okay. Progesterone is the hormone that is needed to hold onto and nourish a pregnancy. But it's also, if you're like, oh, I don't want to get pregnant. It's also required for helping your metabolism, your thyroid, your skin, your hair, your nails, your bones, your stress response. It helps prevent endometrial cancer and um, heart disease and osteoporosis, like it is so freaking important. Okay. So this comes on the scene after ovulation. Um, and this is why it's going to, you know, why your ovulation, why your ovulation, why your cervical mucus is going to dry up because progesterone is present. And 
in your luteal phase, the 10 to 14 days before your period, which is the phase after ovulation, your estrogen slowly decreases as you get closer to your period. So this is why your cervical mucus will dry up if your hormones are balanced out. Again, if you do notice a lot of cervical mucus after you ovulate and you've confirmed ovulation by tracking your basal body temperature, because again, that's really, really important, then this is a sign that you have too much estrogen in relation to progesterone. Again, that could come with PMS, mood swings, migraines, sore boobs, water retention, headaches, cramps, heavy periods, all of that, okay? So that is the typical pattern that you are going to see, all right? And then obviously during your period, It's dry cervical mucus-wise, not so much dry blood-wise, but you understand what I'm saying, okay? Now, here's an easy way to track your cervical mucus. Now, again, if you want to get pregnant or you want to avoid pregnancy without birth control, it's really important to know how to chart and track your cervical mucus so you understand your patterns, so you know when you're fertile, so you know when you're not fertile, so you know when to wrap it up or when to get after it, okay? Now, here's an easy way to do it and to track it. Every single time you go to the bathroom, wipe before you actually pee so that you can see if there's any cervical mucus on the toilet paper. You're going to notice if it's that, if it's totally dry, you're like, oh, nope, totally dry day. Okay, cool. And that will obviously make sense depending on where you're at in your cycle. You wipe, uh, you're like, oh, okay, it's a little creamy, that lotiony. Okay, cool. That's what that is. Then you wipe and you're like, whoa, it is slip and slide over here. You know that is your peak cervical mucus. So you want to wipe before you go to the bathroom. So just habit stack, get into the habit of doing it. You'll forget probably at the beginning, but then once you do it more and more, just like anything else, you'll get used to doing it. Then I want you to make a note in your basal body temperature app, whether you're using temp drop, whether you're using natural cycles, whether you're just using a basal body temperature from Amazon, whatever it is, they come with apps. So you don't have to, you know, write everything down every time you're tracking your basal body temperature and you can make notes of things. So make a note in your basal body temperature app. Okay. Today was a dry day. Today's creamy cervical mucus, non-peak again, but still possibly the potential of getting pregnant. So you want to just be cautious if you're someone who doesn't want to get pregnant or you got that raw egg white consistency, peak baby making cervical mucus, and you just write it in the app, okay? So it's super easy. You have it all there. You learn your pattern. After Over time, you're going to know, okay, I know my cervical mucus patterns. I understand how many days of the raw egg white consistency. I know when it's dry. I know I'm further enough away from ovulation than when it's dry. I'm not going to be getting pregnant. Like You'll be able to learn all of this. Obviously, working with someone is really you know helpful for this, but I think this is really important for us to know as just like body literacy. Like we never learned this about our bodies. And it's so freaking cool that we have something that we could physically see that is allowing us to measure where we're at in our cycle, how fertile we are at the moment, when we're not fertile, like all the things. And if you're someone who you're like, Corinne, I am not seeing this pattern. I don't see a a drying up, a creamy, a lotion-y. I don't see this raw cervical mucus, uh, the raw egg white consistency, and I'm not on hormonal birth control, then obviously there are some hormone imbalances going on, which of course I could support you with. The Mind Your Hormones Method is always available for you to hop in. The link is always in the show notes. This is your step-by-step roadmap, literally teaching you exactly step-by-step step, how to address the root cause of all hormonal imbalances. We go through all the major root causes, simple, easy things that you could do to shift your nutrition, your lifestyle, proper supplementation. Like if you have been trying random supplements and random teas and trying different workouts or cleanses, or just like trying so many different things and just looking at on Google and trying to follow what this person's doing and what this person's doing, and you're not seeing these results, like this is the place for you. If you really want a natural approach of how to 
really address your hormone imbalances at the root level for good, for sustainability, for consistency, so you can have a regular period, so you can have a pain-free period, so you can naturally conceive, you can have better moods, you could feel better, your digestion is better, your skin is better, like all the freaking things. I can go on and on. The link is in the show notes, okay? So if you're not noticing this and you know something is off, that is where you can go. If obviously you resonate with this, that's where you can go. And again, sometimes you're, if you're like, oh, but Karim, my blood work says everything is normal. Don't even get me started with that. That obviously does not mean that your hormones are out of, are balanced because clearly if you are having these issues, they're not balanced despite what your blood work says. Okay. We're not going down the rabbit hole today. So anyway, that is your ideal cervical mucus pattern. I would love to know if this resonated with you. Please message me on Instagram at Corinne Angelica. Let me know if this, if this resonates with you. If you're like, oh my God, this is so good. Thank you. Share it with a friend who is trying to get pregnant, who's not trying to get pregnant, who just wants to learn more about their body. I am so grateful for you and this community that's continuously growing. I love seeing when you share this, when you tag me, when you message me, because then I know what you're resonating most with. And I could create content that is actually what you are wanting right now and what stage of life you're in. So thank you so much for being here. I hope you love this one and I will talk to you soon. Thank you so much for being here. If you loved this episode and learned something valuable, please share it with a friend who you think would also love it or post it on social media and tag me so I could personally say thank you for helping me spread this important message. I am beyond grateful to be here with you. So until next time, stay intentional, stay consistent, and always mind your hormones.